0: One, two, three, let's go.
1: You're listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can find us on our Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. What's up, everyone? It's your girl, Rila Rue. And today I have Nick with me. Nick, how are you today? I'm
0: good. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thank you for asking. So, Nick, tell the listeners where you're from.
0: I'm from Phoenix City, Alabama. Not too far from Opelika, Auburn.
1: Okay. What first got you into music?
0: You mean like music production or just music in general?
1: Just music in general. And then we can dive Uh deeper into the music production.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. So really shout out my mom. My mom, she put me on a lot of music. Like I've had like a lot of car rides with my mom. So and she has like a very diverse taste. Which is kind of crazy because it'd be one moment we're listening to like Duran Duran. And then you got ex military by like Def Grips. And then you got some like I don't know, Indian like tabla songs. Like she was just listening to everything. So Really like I credit that to her for my ear, like what I like to listen to. So yeah, I mean, that's really my mom.
1: Okay. And would you say that she's also the person that inspired you to make music?
0: Uh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> not necessarily. Uh, She did like put me around a lot of music, of course, but really uh, just other artists I grew up listening to really inspired me for sure.
1: And
0: okay, who were those artists? Okay, yeah. So I would say probably around sixth grade, maybe. And like I said, I've already been listening to a lot of different music before this, but found out about Tyler the Creator. And I was hearing his stuff and it was way different from stuff I was hearing like on the radio, you know what I'm saying? Around that time you hear a lot of like Drake and stuff like that. But Tyler uses like really different. And I was like, Oh, okay, like this is how you'd be like imaginative, be like a true creative. So, yeah, I mean, really him, honestly. And just a whole, it's a whole bunch of other artists. Kendrick, too. I found out around about Kendrick around that time, too. So yeah, I'd probably say Kendrick. He was making a lot of different stuff, too, you know, with like the alien voice. He was being weird (laughs) and stuff with his music. So, yeah.
1: How would you describe the music that you typically make?
0: I would say I make everything. I make a lot of different genres, but it's all rooted in hip hop. I'm a hip hop lover. And like, that's what I love. I think hip hop's the best. Sorry. Other genres like hip hop is just better. (laughs) And it's because of what hip hop does really like, you know, it's based around sampling. I'm a sample based producer and, you know, people dig and just get stuff from everywhere and make it hip hop, you know? And in a way, like hip hop is a part of everything, really. So.
1: okay. and for those of you listening, I did not mention this earlier, but Nick is an audio engineer. He makes beats and anything within that realm, just to be clear. So that way the listeners understand what we're talking about. (laughs) So tell me about one of your favorite performances or one of your favorite releases
0: of music? So I haven't really released any music or really performed any of my music. I've been making music for two years, just kind of laying low. But I mean, I guess every now and again, I'll post something on my story and people will like it and be like, yo, you need to post this. And I'm just like, nah, (laughs) not yet. (laughs) So I mean, I guess, I guess that really uh, I did. Uh, I was at a rehearsal with uh, Bull Bloom. Shout out Bo Bloom. And I played some of my beats over the, like you know, system for the first time. Just hearing some of my stuff, and that was a really cool. I mean, it was a rehearsal, but some of my friends got to hear some new stuff I was working on. Seeing their reaction was pretty dope. So, yeah.
1: Okay. Can you describe a turning point in your career that took you to the next level?
0: Oh yeah. So basically, I started out making music and I was (laughs) oh my gosh if you could hear some of the first stuff I was making like it was so trash it was so trash nothing (laughs) nothing compared to what I'm making now but I would say a turning point would probably be like maybe probably like eight months to a year end I was pretty much doing it consistently every day I mean really neglecting stuff I should be focusing on but I was probably doing this like six to eight hours every day for an entire year and that's when I really found out how to sample, how to lay drums, how to make things like actually groove. And I'm a percussionist. So naturally, I know how to do that at heart. But translating that into like DAW is, is a little different. So I had to kind of learn that learning curve, you know.
1: And do you use any specific software or technology?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. So I use Ableton. Shout out my Ableton users! I love Ableton. It's so cool. I could probably use other ones like Logic or like Pro Tools or FL. It's all like the same pretty much. But uh, yeah, I mainly use Ableton, and I also use this thing right here SP four hundred four SP four hundred four right here. But I really, I really just do like mixing inside of the SP four hundred four, and I really just DJ inside of it too. So
1: okay, so let's break it down. So you said you use. Is it you said Ableton?
0: Yeah, Ableton. Okay,
1: so with Ableton, I know that a lot of people use Logic, and you mentioned that, but what is it about Ableton that stands out?
0: Okay, so Ableton, for me, when I load it up, it can be so intimidating at first, because it's just a lot of things on the screen going on, but it's really just like a big video game, especially the way the grids look, and really what you can do inside of Ableton. There's just like so many things about it that I enjoy. Like there's this thing called capture MIDI. And basically what you can do is you you can play whatever and it will sync up to the tempo of whatever you play. So I could just mash notes, but it will catch a loop somewhere within the notes I mashed. And I could just go off of that and it will sync the tempo exactly. So like I can make perfect loops in seconds. It's, it's insane. And not other dolls do that, I don't think. I don't think FL can do that sorry <laughs> but yeah no nah, Ableton's dope
1: so how do you incorporate Ableton with the device that you were just mentioning
0: oh uh, yeah so basically um make a beat inside of Ableton and what I'll do is this thing is so old like the SP404 if I'm not mistaken oh I have the SX it was made in 2008 I believe so yeah it's an old device you got that old smell and everything and it uh still uses sd cards yeah got an sd card here and i'll basically just take out the sd card import it onto my laptop and i'll export the beats onto the sp card and load it into the sp404 and basically what i'll do from there is i'll do some eqing maybe and then compression too Just a beef up stuff, make it sound a little dynamic. And the thing I love about the SP is this uh, vinyl SIM compressor is crazy. Like you can make things sound so dusty and dirty, like just like the old days, you know, that's kind of what I like about it.
1: So I asked about your creative process, but... Describe your style of music. I know that you mentioned Tyler the Creator, and that's the sound that you were interested in, and that's what influenced you. So, what is it about your style that would stand out from others?
0: Uh, okay, yeah, I heard someone say something really inspiring. It was actually a Jay Versace. You know, he makes beats and stuff now, and he was basically saying, if you make stuff while you're when you're inspired by something, you won't make your best stuff. So, really, I just don't do that. Like I won't force myself to be inspired to make something. I kind of just do it, and I that helps me create things that are unique. You know, I'm thinking about other people when I'm making things. Sometimes, of course, when it comes to like textures, different sounds, how I want things to sound. But yeah, sorry. What was the <laughs> what was the uh, last part of that question? I'm sorry.
1: It's okay. How would you? How is your style different from others?
0: Oh yeah. So basically, in that way, like I don't. Uh, I guess I kind of mimic others, but I have my own way of doing things, my own way of how I want my drums to go, like how I chop samples. Like I chop samples differently from other people. At least I'd like to think, you know, and the way I process stuff, such as like using like compression, saturation and things like that. I tend to get a different sound than other people. And sometimes it's it's not the best sound, but I'm just going to go with it because, I mean, it's unique to me. so. Yeah, I mean, that's what I feel like makes it kind of stand out for sure.
1: And how do you handle the pressures and the expectations that come along with the public eye? Because sometimes people have this certain viewpoint of how beats should be made or how production should be Mm -hmm. made. So how do you handle that pressure and those expectations?
0: Oh, yeah, I just don't really care what other people think. If I'm being honest, Uh, I really don't care because I started making music because for me essentially. Like music something I enjoy. Like I'm in college for music. Granted, uh, you know, it's not for music production or anything, but man, I just, I just love music and finding out that I can create my own soundscapes inside this thing. And actually knowing that I had the potential to make something that sounds nice. Like that's, that's all I really care about. I don't really care what people think.
1: Do you think that social media has a big impact on what you're doing?
0: I mean, uh, I guess so. I'm influenced by a lot of people on social media and I see what they're doing. It's a, it's pretty cool. It's a lot of different underground producers I see. So yeah, I see something and I, of course, like it's kind of productive to what I was saying earlier about how, you know, not to be
1: inspired by others or whatever, or whatever I was saying. Social media. How yeah. do you feel that social media impacts you? So does it, and I mean this personally, so mm. how is your fan base as far as social media? Do you have people that are listening to your beats? Do you have people that are sharing your your material?
0: Mm. Yeah, so I share my beats with uh, a lot of different producers I've met just on the internet. And I wasn't doing that at first because uh, I was pretty shy, but at some point you just have to. And man, everybody seems to like what I'm doing. So, I mean, I just keep doing what I'm doing <laughs> really that's really my influence off social media
1: and what is the most meaningful compliment or feedback that you've received
0: I shared some new stuff I was working on with this guy the other day and i would never shared anything with him before and he was like I mean the only thing he said was like bro this is insane you need to release this stuff now I'm just like no nah, my mixes aren't are there aren't like where they are yet so I'm not
1: <laughs> so what is it If I may ask, what is it that you're waiting for to start releasing?
0: Basically, I found out that I do have the potential to be like one of them ones for sure. And like, I know it in my heart. So I'm just waiting until I get like mixing down. And, you know, like I said, I was, you know, doing this pretty much every day consistently for like six to eight hours. But like, you know, within all of that, you kind of get lost in the sauce, like per se. So And I was taking a really unhealthy approach to mixing. So I'd probably say like as of like a month ago, I've just taken a step back and I've kind of stopped over processing and kind of simplifying my mixing process and making it sound how I want to sound. So, yeah, that answers your question.
1: Okay. have you ever I know you've never like formally released anything. But have you ever given a beat or made a beat for someone?
0: Oh yes! Shout out, uh, produced by Sonny. This guy, I, this dude, this random dude, uh, I seen on social media. He makes a dope art, clothes. He raps like this dude does everything. And I've been looking at his stuff for a while, and I was like, yo, man, this stuff is dope. And I ended up making something that, and I just thought like, man, like this this would fit this dude's style. Like, let me send it to him. And we have been talking for a while before and i sent it to him he was like yo this is crazy and he made like this whole creative video around it and around the beat and stuff it's like this old like retro beat i made like it was pretty sick so yeah that was pretty cool
1: okay so you said that hip-hop is your favorite genre correct yes okay who are your top three artists in that genre
0: This is so funny because the last person I was talking to asked me this. Top three artists. I mean, they really just rotate all the time because I'm constantly listening to a lot of stuff, especially at work. Because, I mean, you're at work, like you can just do whatever. So, but I don't really have any tops. I honestly don't think about that if I'm being real. But who I've been listening to right now as of recently, Pink Sifu, shout out Birmingham, Alabama. Just found out he was from there recently, which is crazy. Fly Anakin, I've been listening to a lot of him too. Like, man, he's crazy. His raps are crazy. And this dude named Obliv, shout out Obliv. He makes beats, but you know, I like to call all these people artists because they're pretty creative. So, yeah, Obliv,
1: yeah. Okay, and how do you think that the genre of hip hop has evolved over the years? In your opinion, I think it's evolved
0: pretty nicely at least like in terms of underground music I guess right now as of what's in the mainstream it's pretty rocky it's kind of sad a little bit because everyone's trying to taste chase like a TikTok song whatever you call a TikTok song defining you know everybody's trying to get that 10 seconds of what a song you know catchy 10 seconds of what people want to hear and uh yes yeah, it's, it's not it's not good and, and in the terms of mainstream but if you're looking for Good hip hop, you know, I mean, it's definitely out there. And there's so many good people making music right now. Like Mike, like I was saying, like Pink Sifu, Fly Anakin, you know, there's so many people making just crazy stuff.
1: Okay. Are there any crossover genres or artists that merge your favorite genre like in an interesting way. So you're big on hip hop, but is there another genre or an artist in another genre? And you're like, I actually like them. They're pretty cool. I think they would probably be cool if they hopped over to the hip hop side.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, like I said, uh, I listen to a lot. I mean, when you think about it, they kind of are in hip hop in a way. Like, like if you think about Herbie Hancock, for example, I know he's not necessarily a hip hop artist, but He's done a lot for hip-hop in regards to like people sampling him you know what I'm saying so like Jay Dilla sampling him with a uh, slum village you know hey 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 what you say get this money you know what I'm saying just mm-hmm. just that alone is just it just shows like hip-hop is everywhere you know so yeah
1: do you think that hip-hop today do you think that it has? the opportunity to make a change because i know you made the comment of saying that it's kind of sad nowadays the way that hip-hop is and what we declare is hip-hop so mm-hmm. do you think that we have a chance of turning this around and getting that music that a lot of people listened to before or do you think mm-hmm. that it may just kind of continue the path that it's going now
0: Oh, yeah, I definitely think uh, we're on the ways, like for sure. Just slowly, though, because going back to TikTok, it's a lot on TikTok you can find in the algorithm. It just depends on what you're searching for. But, you know, people are breaking out in the algorithm and it's helping people discover new music a lot. I I, I think we are just just slowly. It's not as push as the stuff, you know, you see on the mainstream every day. So, yeah, this is this. Well, we're going to make it. We'll survive.
1: So do you think social media has more of a positive impact or a negative impact when it comes to yeah. music genres?
0: You know, two things can be true. I think it's really relatively the same, you know.
1: OK, so let's go back to your creative process. Let's say you're in the mood to make a beat like mm-hmm. you're you're ready. Or as you say, sometimes when you're ready, that's not the right time. So let's just say <laughs> you're in the mood to make a beat. What is the first layer or the first foundation that you start with what is your foundation
0: like i said i'm a percussionist so really most of the time i start with drums it's a lot easier for me to start with drums you know for other people it's different and that's fine but i like to establish a good groove first and then i like to sample that's when stuff really starts getting funky because you can sample like some Brazilian, some jazz, and then like layer textures on top of that. You know what I'm saying? So you get the textures from what you're getting from like, I don't know, something in like the 80s, 70s on top of drums you're putting on there from different drum kits people release now or like just older drum kits too, you know, and you're just combining textures from different places in time and you can really create some unique that way. So that's what I like to do. And then after that, like I like to add other textures on there, like maybe like, you know, vinyl crackle or something like that or, you know, skits from like a TV show. But what I like to do is I like to get that stuff, but then I like to chop that as well. So I won't just let like a skit play all the way. I'll find like a rhythmic pattern inside of the chop. So it might sound like really crazy when you play it by itself. But in the grand scheme of things, it kind of just fits together. And, okay, uh,
1: and I've listened to your beats before, and I, I really like them because they are so busy, and I love busy sounds. Yeah. And you have to listen to it more than once because the first time you hear something, and your your mind is focused on maybe the melody, but then you go back and you hear a lot of background noises and background uh, sounds that complement the melody. So I think that's what's very unique about your music is that you hear it one time, you hear something, you hear it another time, you hear it and you're like, oh, I didn't know that was here. So I think that's the interesting part about your music because it's kind of like a movie. You know, when you watch a movie, you watch it again, you see something, you watch it again, you notice something else. And then even then someone else points something out that you still didn't see or, you know, or didn't hear before. And that's kind of how your music is. And I think that's the beauty about your music because it's like never ending of finding something else
0: (laughs) yeah thank you
1: I think yeah about it
0: as of lately I've been kind of trying to stray away from that but in a healthy way of course like uh, mm -hmm. I know the stuff I sent you is relatively older and I'm looking back at that I'm just like oh there's so much I could have done better but man I still you know those those beats you know they still hold a place in my heart so
1: yeah. So have you ever gotten frustrated with the beat and you're like, I don't know if I want to continue this or maybe I just need to step away for a while?
0: Yeah, so many times. This happened last night like it was just too much going on. Like I don't know, I forgot what I was trying to sample. I'm just like, man, this is trash. So <laughs> I just deleted it and I just started a new a new thing. Like that happens all the time. And you, you know, you got to make the whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ain't nothing to make a new beat. (laughs) There was no saving it? No, No, it ain't nothing, you know, to make a new beat. And sometimes like, that's what you need. Uh, Somebody was just saying like, you know, if you're thinking about it too much, it's whack. And I ended up thinking about it too much. So it was whack.
1: You think you (laughs) are deep in the rabbit hole?
0: Yeah, I was way too deep. (laughs) Oh,
1: wow. That, That is some courage to just delete the whole thing. That is definitely some courage.
0: It is what it is. You just got to move on.
1: Yeah. So, were you successful with making something new?
0: Oh, yeah. Last night. Yeah, I did. I made some like really just some old school stuff just to put you on in some like deep thought. And uh, like I said, I started off with a drum break. I just chopped it up, made it sound how I want to sound, and just put a sample over it, put like an old bass 808 over it and got a beat, you know?
1: is there an artist that you would love to make music for oh yeah 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 yeah. you'd be honored if they just if their uh marketing team or their manager or management team was like hey we've listened to your stuff we want you to make maybe a couple songs or even a full album
0: oh my gosh this is one dude named mike oh my gosh his music's so fire like and he uh, kind of samples how I really want to sample. I mean, like I said, I do stuff in my own unique way, but dude, this dude is insane. Just the way he does stuff, man. I would love to make beats for him. And just to hear his like flow over my stuff, like I cry.
1: <laughs> is that his stage
0: name? Just Mike? Yeah, just, just Mike. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's cool. And what is it about his music that stands out to you that makes you want to collab?
0: Oh yeah, like I said, I'm a sample based producer, and you know, he is too. But the way he the way he just chops melodies and drums and the way he flows over it is just so unique. Like he'll he'll have like something that's just like so bright and happy, but he'll just be rapping about like some of the most like darkest, depressing stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, that's that's my vibe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that that happens. I hope that maybe he'll hear this interview. He's like, is that me? Mike? <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I asked if that was his stage name. Cause I was like, if he has a specific name, shout it out. So what would you say is the best advice that you've been given regarding your
0: career? I mean, really just to, just to keep going. Like really, I mean, that's with anything, but that's really what stuck with me the most in my head. Cause uh, you really got to just make a lot and you're going to fail a lot and it's going to suck <laughs> a lot. And you're going to show people things sometimes and they're going to be like, man, this is straight trash. One time I had somebody tell me like in my face, like they were like, are you serious? And I was just like, Oh, like, how could you do me like that? But like at the end of the day, it's okay. <laughs> You know, so you how gotta, do you handle
1: that criticism when it's directly in your face? Because it's one thing to say it online behind profile picture. It's another thing to say it over text. It's another thing to say it even over the phone. But mm-hmm. to verbally say it in person, how did that make you feel? You know, I, I can't
0: lie. Like, I'm human. Like, that kind of hit me a little bit. And I was like, dang, like, you really just said that. Like, I showed you this. I was, I liked it. And you really just said that. But at the end of the day, you got to know whatever art you're doing like you started doing art for you like it's not really for anyone else or like money or fame really you know as long as you enjoy it like that's all that matters you know and you know you got things you can improve on and work on just strive for that you know what i'm saying regardless of what everyone else thinks
1: so with that same material that you introduced to that person did you keep that material or did you just delete that material
0: it's still on the laptop somewhere but it's like so old like I don't I don't go back to it I've had so many times where I heard a Josh mention this shout out to Wayne Bob by the way where uh something would just delete on you know your laptop I've had so many times where I've lost like a bulk of beats and this has happened to me like three times and I've been pretty upset about it I've just been like dang like what's the point of me even doing this but I've looked at it as just kind of like a new like stepping stone like okay like this is what my beat sounded like in this bulk you know move on try something different you know that doesn't happen to me anymore because I got a hard drive and stuff you know I'm doing Mm -hmm. it the right way (laughs) right (laughs) but
1: yeah if you could change anything about the industry anything at all what would it be man that's a good question I haven't I haven't thought about that I don't know
0: I guess I say just push everything the same, but I mean, that's not possible. Not everyone likes music the same or is as interested. And I've come to find out that not a lot of people are that deep into music as I've gotten older. So, but I mean, I guess it would be that just kind of like push everything the same, but you know, with money comes power. So, you know, you got people rigging the game.
1: (laughs) You're right. Is there anything that you are, being discredited for that you should be getting credit for
0: no not not necessarily i mean maybe my perception of what people think of me i guess i would say is uh maybe i don't you know make stuff a lot but like i said like i've pretty much been doing this every day for like four to six hours and there's definitely been times where like i've just stop making beats for like like week or two because you know you need that time sometimes to give your ears a rest give your mind a rest but yeah no like when if you don't hear me hear for me just know I'm still working
1: okay and now you say that you haven't released anything mm-hmm. and of course i asked like you know what are you waiting on but mm-hmm when do you think you would start to release things? And I know a lot of it has to do with like anxiety and your nerves. And, you know, Mm -hmm. that's always one of the factors. But when do you think that you would finally be like, I did it. I released this and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to showcase what I can do. Because, you know, when we think about artists, we always think about there has to be lyrics with something. But would you create an EP or an album, just an instrumental album?
0: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, I listen to instrumental music all the time and instrumental albums. But since you say that uh, I'm working on a audio visual project, I guess I'm kind of calling it a radio show with me and my one of my closest friends. Shout out my friend Michael Nichols. Oh, my gosh. I grew up with this guy like I met him, I think, in like first or second grade. And we've always just, just kind of kept in touch. So we've been working on that, working on making something truly unique. So the videos I sent you actually, both of those, uh, we made those together. And we have like probably like five or six more that I haven't really shown anybody. So yeah, I mean, I'm just going to release that. A lot of those beats are older. And like I constantly feel like, oh, I'm in a new place right now. Like I'd rather people hear this. I'm just going to drop it, you know?
1: So will the beats be in a. Sequential order? Will they tell a story? Or is it just dropping some beats that you made?
0: Yeah. So basically the whole thing with the radio show or the project, gonna put it on YouTube. And I kind of wanted it to be remind me of stuff I grew up with. So like adult swim. I kind of wanted it to be like an adult swim kind of thing and like have like little commercials throughout with like different like small loops I made to go into the next thing, you know? Yeah, it's gonna be that type of thing. It's gonna be dope. Well, Like I said, I'm working on it. We just have a lot of tracks I'm just kind of sitting on. I don't know how many I'm going to have on there, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: people are going to love it because, I mean, it's just I'm not copying anybody. I'm just doing me.
1: Okay. This is more of a deep question. Just as a musician, how hmm. do you define this in your musical career?
0: I mean, for me, I just, yeah, just speaking for myself, I have um different milestones I reach for my head in my head. So like I was saying about the whole mixing and mastering thing, just taking a step back from that and taking a more simple approach for me, like that's success for me. Cause I know I'm learning how to EQ differently. I'm learning how to do things differently than I was before. And I should, that just shows growth, you know? So that's success for me. I mean, like I said, like I, you know, I haven't shown anybody anything. I don't do this for like money, Or fame, But I do want people to, you know, know I got got the got the beats on me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I want people to know that, of course. But, you know, it's all for me at the end of the day, my personal growth Mm -hmm. with music. So.
1: All right. And what's the most important message or feeling that you want to convey through your music?
0: Yeah, I just want people, you know, how you have songs you go through and phases of your life that help you get through, you know, different points. You know, and those songs create a feeling, and aesthetic. And really what I want to do is just create, you know, feelings and aesthetics in my music that help people the same way, you know, put you in a meditative mood or like, you know, make you think about your childhood. You know, that's a big thing for me. I feel like if you hold on to that innocence of, you know, you being a child, that kind of lets you look at the world through a different lens, you know, shout out Earth, Wind & Fire for that information.
1: Mm hmm. (laughs) (laughs) it's one of my favorite bands but how do you balance your personal life and then your career how do you find balance with that
0: if i'm being honest uh i i'm literally terrible (laughs) at it i'm so terrible i'll get in i'm not really that organized i should be as i should be and like i said i make things for like hours and hours on the day but I tend to neglect things. And honestly, I I could get better at that. Like, you know, I'm not perfect. So I'm still kind of trying to figure that out.
1: Okay. Lastly, I've been using this quote with some of the artists, and I just want to know your input on it. And just tell me what you think it means to you. With music, you are never alone.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the truth. I mean if you really think about it, everything's music, you know, you go outside, you hear the birds chirping. I mean, that's music, you know, somebody like me, I'll record that and put it in the song, (laughs) you know? So, so, I mean, you know, it's, it's everywhere out there. You know what I'm saying? People have used music for like, you know, different rituals, you know, to get through like different oppressions and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Music will, guide you. Music is healing. Music is therapeutic, you know? And that's why I, I just hold it so, so strongly to my heart because I remember it's been times where, man, I've just been at my lowest, but you play that one song and you're just like, man, this going to get me through it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure everybody's felt that way. So,
1: Yeah, music is very powerful, I think, because, yeah, like you were saying, it can pull you out of a dark spot. And it is interesting how melodies could change the way you feel. And I think that is yeah. just so interesting. Have you ever come across someone that said they don't listen to music? That's a good question. I, I don't know. I don't know. Have you? like? I have. And I did not know if I believed <laughs> that or not. <laughs> I mean, so it's weird. possible, but it's kind of hard not to listen to music because it's everywhere.
0: Yeah, it's literally everywhere. Like, uh...
1: But that could know. just be an us thing because we have mm-hmm. musical ears, so what if we just make everything music because yeah. you can make a statement and I'm gonna make a beat behind it, and it's a whole song <laughs>
0: yeah, not, like that's so, what I'm saying like I don't know, I know people like we were talking about earlier, people aren't as deep into music, but somebody that doesn't like you know play a song like at all, like man like. I don't know. Maybe they know something I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So maybe I need to hang around them. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe when they say that, maybe they mean they don't just put on music, but if someone's mm. playing music, they don't mind it. Because yeah. I'm just... I, I don't know. I would... I would have a lot of questions. Their preference, but I would definitely have a lot of questions, especially coming from people like us that have music ears. We have a lot of questions behind that because music keeps us sane. I think so.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> so, for sure. Trust me. I've been spiraling like so many times, like throughout just being in college. I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Like, but I just know music going to get me through.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just know it. Do you have a song that is, I guess, motivating to you?
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, I'm weird. Like I don't, I don't really listen to necessarily like uplifting music to get motivated. Pretty much anything can get me motivated musically, but it's a song called "A Party Part" by Mike. And just the way like he chopped this like piano melody, and it's just like it'll just have you in deep thought. And the way he's just rapping, it's just like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm hyping this man up so hard right now, but yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's okay. You know, in in a way, that is the inspiration that keeps you going. Yeah. So, Nick, tell the listeners where they can find you.
0: Oh, yeah. So, y'all can find me on Instagram at Nick underscore Glazier, G-L-A-Z-I-E-R 124. I might change my name. I might Make a producer name. I don't know. I might just be Nick. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, but that's where you can find me right now. Gonna be making a YouTube soon. Thinking about calling it Nick Online, maybe. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out my friend, uh, Austin Cheryl. He came up with that idea. So I can't take the credit for that. So be on the lookout, I guess.
1: All right. I think that's a definite, that's definitely a good cliffhanger to leave the listeners on. Well, Nick, I appreciate you taking the time to interview with WJMS today. For those of you listening, don't go anywhere. I'm going to drop some tracks from Nick. And only death for your people. These agents of just the beginning. I will
0: command a great and terrible offering.
1: We will sail to a billion. We will sail until every light has been extinguished. You are strong, child. But I am beyond strength. I am the
0: end. And I have come for you, sin. <laughs> yes, we These agents are just beginning. I will command a great
1: and terrible off <sighs> <laughs> Wow. Hey. Thanks for listening, Chevy, J.M.S. movie media is reimagined. You can check us out on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Also check out our website at www.wjmsradio.com. And we also have a newsletter so you can subscribe and be up to date on everything.